Welcome back to another episode of Bachelor Night in America presented by Water Cooler Sports. This is the number one Bachelor podcast in the universe self-proclaimed. I am your host, Catch, and I'm alongside my great friend, someone I would always give the rose to, Junior. Junior, how are you tonight? I'm doing terrific, Catch. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty pretty swell, pretty fine. Um, nice, we, good. <laughs> super fly is what I'm doing tonight. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah. So we have a fantastic show for you today. Uh, tonight we, have, we got Elise, a nice little Valentine's date with Elise. Her, a great interview with her. It was a lot of fun. Such a lovely person she is. A very thoughtful interview. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It was it was great. Um, we will get to that in a little bit, but uh, we got to talk about what we saw on the show. So let's start with the state of Colton, uh, Junior. How's your boy doing? I still think he's doing fine. Uh, I, it, he's like he's starting to have those little like breaks where like you see him go on a date and you think it goes fine, and then he mm-hmm. talks to the camera and is like, "Well, I'm, I'm not sure." Like if it's, if everything's gonna go to the plan, uh, but I think I think this episode he did fine. He sent home people that again he didn't see a connection with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we saw it with Demi, um, and like that was kind of a, a big a big deal to send Demi home. Yeah. The other the other two, I think we all saw like it's not really going anywhere. Um, but Demi, I think everyone thought at least would make it another week, but I think he's doing fine. Um. Next week, again, this is the third week we've been promised, but <laughs> the jump could be happening next week. It could week. be happening. Uh, I, I, yeah, you, you, there's a chink in the armor, I think I would say. You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. starting to see some – he's starting to get exploited a little bit for some weaknesses. Um, granted, you know, I, I think I think this whole process has really pushed him to the limits right mm. now, Junior, and he's, mm. uh, you know, he, he's really starting to feel the pressure a bit. Um but but I, I do think he, he's done pretty well. We'll get to Kerper's date in a little bit. I was a little surprised with how well that one went. I thought that was a, that was a yeah. setup for like her getting sent home on the date. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it, it was definitely interesting. So it, what's funny is that like it's just a, a little crack right now. Mm-hmm. But like it, it's going to explode. Oh yeah. Like, like oh, it, yeah. It's not like a slow burn where it's like slowly going to happen. Right. Like it's going to be a crack and then a flood. I, I feel like it's somebody pulled the pin on the grenade and now it's just a matter of time for the grenade to explode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so let's, uh, let's hop into the dates now. Um, go right into the, the episode. We were in Vietnam. Um, so <laughs> that is a, that's a great place. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> some, some tough memories there. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> right, right. right, and now the the best part about this is now all these girls can can now say back when I was in Nam. Oh, can, I'm so jealous. I, <laughs> and I say that all the time, right. like like oh man, I haven't seen that since Nam. Right, and these girls can say it now. They can say, Not that I'm jealous of anybody that was back in Nam originally, but. Being able to actually say that saying is almost worth buying a plane ticket to Vietnam. Even just for like an <laughs> like if I had a layover in Vietnam for some reason. I don't know why yeah. I have a layover. They're like, ah, oh, damn, when I was yeah, in Vietnam, it was crazy. Where the hell could you be going there you'd have a layover in Vietnam? Malaysia? I don't know. China? Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't, know. I, I don't know. I don't know where planes go. Um, all yeah. right, so let's start with the one-on-ones. We'll grade those, and then we'll, we'll get to the group date as we always do. Uh, the first one-on-one, um, shocking. I, to me personally – 
I did not realize Hannah G did not have a one-on-one to this point. I know. That was surprising. That That is how dominant she has been this entire season. The fact that she had not had a one-on-one until week six? Yeah, something like that. We're I mean, in, yeah. We're deep. Incredible. Very incredible. Um, But overall, I mean, the date was they went to get massage, massages. Um, They got, you know, wrapped yeah. up like sushi rolls. Um, they made out a ton. And a it ton. Was, yeah. They were in like some kind of like oil bath or oh yeah, what looked like chocolate milk to me. Real but, sexual date there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but it, it was uh, I don't know. It was a fine date. Uh, what do you think of just the whole the whole thing? Not necessarily. Yeah, no. like, I don't want to grade the date at this point, but like, what do you think of the contents of the date? Yeah, I think it was uh very uh like it wasn't surprising. It mm-hmm. was like. They had a very good connection. They made a lot of sexual innuendo. Right. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. We found out that Hannah's mom drove on the lawn. Mm-hmm. Major disrespect move. Right. You can't, can't do can't, that. You can't, can't do that. You can't do that. A, a lawn's really all a man has. Uh, right. You know. She should be in prison more than Demi's mom. <laughs> I, I could not agree more with that. Um, I, I also want to shout out Colton here. Very, very comforting to Hannah G when she was talking about her parents. Um, I was oh, yeah. really impressed with that conversation. Um, really went up a couple notches. I, I, I already, I already like Colton as as a bachelor, um, but mm-hmm. he went up a few more notches from there. I mean, the conversation they had just seemed very natural and um, not really like it was forced or staged in any way at all. Yeah, I mean he he's a very good. And this is going to sound like corny. He's a very good listener. Like yeah. he, he like takes in what they say and just like regurgitates it back to them, but in like such a good way. Like as as someone who has a graduate degree in psychology, no big deal. Um, he's like I, I I tweeted out like, does he have a, a like is he a therapist? Because he's very good at this. Yeah, yeah. No, he he is a good listener, and, and it's it's refreshing really to see that. Um, but the date itself obviously was was it was a nice date. So I mean, I guess I guess we can go and grade this one. So go ahead. Um, I give it an A minus. Mm-hmm. Um, spa day seemed fine. I'm not big on massages and like other people like touching and rubbing me that I'm not involved with in a romantic fashion. Right. Uh, I just I don't know. I find it weird. I tent up. Uh, and you so, gave it an A minus, huh? That's that's a, that's. Yeah, because because like if I'm doing it with someone that that. I care about then mm-hmm. it could be like a fun thing and that the bath looked great <laughs> so yeah i mean that's why i gave it an a minus fair enough um i i actually gave it an a minus as well i i i've said this before i like to be pampered you know um yeah. give me some massages you know, it doesn't even have to be a happy ending shot massage just a massage in general um you know big we, rub and tug guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they're in vietnam so you never know um <laughs> i thought the, the sushi roll thing was very interesting like i don't know what like being wrapped up in like the seaweed or whatever. I didn't even yeah, know they made it, seaweed that big. It was crazy. Yeah, it's one of those like weird new age seaweed wrap things. Uh, I, I don't know, but I feel like you would either get like claustrophobic or feel like you were being swaddled. Right, which, right. Which would be either terrifying or nice. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, and I, overall, I thought it was a good date. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. think so. Um, let's yeah, move with, now I, to Kerpa's date. Kerpa. First of all, a little surprising that Kerpa got a one-on-one at this point. I thought maybe he would start to, you know, I don't want to say relapse, but, you know, like <laughs> like overlap yeah. with the one-on-ones. Or, yeah. We're kind of at that point. Um, but they went scuba diving on a, on a boat, and then it almost kind of like they had a night on the town there. 
Well, they weren't scuba diving. Mm-hmm. That's, they were just like diving. Were they snor- No, they're sn- were they snorkeling? They were snorkeling without snorkels. Okay. Like they just they just had like a mask on. You're right. They and, didn't sc- like, I forgot scuba zippers. diving needs a tank, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, but uh, yeah, they I think they like got sea urchins, and I think they may have eaten those sea urchins. I'm not positive. They yeah. were eating something. Mm-hmm. Fishy, no pun intended, on the boat. Huh. Um, but yeah, one. I was surprised as well that that she got the date. I, but I do think it was genuinely a let's test the waters. Yeah. Let's see how this is going. Yeah. Boy, another pun. Let's test the waters. That's um, a good one. You're on fire. But now. like, yeah, they always say like, you know, I'm bringing her on this date to see and, and 95% of the time they end up sending him home. Mm-hmm. But I think that, that somehow Kerpa pulled it out. Yeah. Um, it did strike me as very similar to our good friend Jacqueline's day on RE season. Like it was late in the season. Um, yep. but kind of a, Kerpa may have a little bit of a surge here. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, Kerpa's obviously beautiful and she, I give her, 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 she was very level headed, her calmness on that date. Um, she was running the show in my opinion when they were at dinner, you know, she just seemed very, very calm, very at peace with everything that was going on around her. And uh, I was incredibly impressed by her demeanor. So you think she can make a run? You know, I, I, I think she has the potential to make the, make a run. I would say that, um, I think, you know, things got to fall in her place, but, um, I think people have to, have to go down. For she, her she doesn't, control, yeah, like, she doesn't control her own destiny, but right. she is, she like, she has the attitude and uh, I think she showed that she can handle the pressure where I wouldn't be surprised if she could, she did make a run. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's fair. They um, were also in some – they went to like a city. I, I don't know what the city was. But again, another one of those like just pounding around the city kind of – Yeah. Was it like – was it Ho Chi Minh City? Was that it? I, 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 it may have been. I don't know <laughs> if that's tongue-in-cheek or not, but it very well may have been Ho Chi Minh City. Uh, I don't know. That's the only city in Vietnam that I know of. <laughs> Um, Saigon. Ah, Saigon. <laughs> right, right. Of course. How could I forget Saigon? Um, but Kerpa ends up getting the rose. Um, thing that came out there, she was previously engaged. Engaged, previously engaged to a virgin. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you think, I mean, that had to be part of like the selection process. They went to people that were like attracted to virgins or something. Cause right. that, I mean, that's just way too much of a coincidence. Yeah, I think. yeah it is. But Hey, it, it is what it is. It, it worked yeah. out, I guess for, uh, for our friend Kerpa there. Um, all right. So let's grade this date. I gave it a B plus, mm-hmm. um, solely because they, they were eating whatever it was that they snagged in the ocean there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a good dive, spending time in the water, flippers, Always a fun, fun time. Right. I don't want to eat whatever the fuck I find in there, though. So, um, I gave it a B under the guys that I thought they were. I thought that was scuba diving, and I've heard like terror stories of people scuba diving and then like running out of oxygen. I was like, oh, I don't want to scuba dive. And then thinking back on it now and speaking with you, I'm realizing that it was not scuba diving. They were just no, they didn't have tanks on. Yeah, they didn't have tanks on. I got they barely had anything on. So, so. I'm going to bump it up to um, an A minus. I think overall it was a pretty good date. Um, you know, and, and I and I think between the two of them, they got a lot of stuff done. So uh, now I'm going to ask you, Junior, which one would you rather go on? Uh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I, th- hmm. I think I'm going to go with the snorkeling. Okay. 
even though they ate the weird thing, I think overall I would enjoy that experience of the ocean and swimming and exploring both the ocean and my relationship with Kerpa okay. more. Okay. Uh, I, I thought uh, – went back and forth a little bit. I think I'm going to go with the massage, um, though I will say the, the snorkeling part of it, um, probably really hot in Vietnam. And uh, going in the water is probably a nice way to cool off. You know, I very, was refreshing. very refreshing. Um, but I, I like the massage. I like the sushi roll thing. Uh, and, of course, the oil makeout sesh. Yeah, um, of course. You know, you can't – Got to have it's, it. It's tough to beat that, I think. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's go now to the group date. Uh, group date was pretty interesting, I thought. they. Yeah. They did some fighting. They did. They did – V- Vovinam, I think is is what Vor- it's called. Yeah, Vorona. It's it's a martial art. Um, and they were trained in it. And then uh, let's see who who we had a couple special guests there. Ko Chang from uh, the Bachelor Viet Vietnam. Didn't yeah. know that was a thing. I didn't either. Uh, where the hell's Fred Willard? That's a good question. Maybe they. Couldn't. I guess. I guess they. He probably doesn't have a passport. That or maybe you know maybe the funds are running low. They can only. Uh, they can't fly yeah. out. Fred Willard. Yeah, know? they're they're too top heavy this season. I wish they had um, a Vietnamese guy that looked like a Vietnamese version of Fred Willard. Ooh, yeah, you like know, some that, like old style bat. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, but so we had the fights, and I I want to run through the matchups with you real quick and yeah. just see like all right. If we were to set up a bracket, you know, who would kind of come out on top? So you have on the upper part of the bracket, there's eight of them, the upper part of the bracket, Sydney versus Heather, and then Hannah B versus Cassie. So those are the matchups. Um, let's let's start with Sydney versus Heather. Um, who do you like in that matchup? Uh, I think I got to go Heather. Okay. Just because I I don't think Sydney was very into this date, mm-hmm. uh, and it seemed like Heather was all for it. Uh, now, when they squared off, I think they just kind of like squabbled at each other until right. they called it. Right. Um, but if I were to put money down, I think I was going to go Heather. See, I, a lot I, of a lot of a lot of pent up sexual frustration there. That's fair. That's that's definitely like the X factor that you're not taking into account of. Uh, I, <laughs> I actually disagree with you. I would take Sydney. I think Sydney uh, is an athlete. She's a dancer, very limber, um, and I, I think it's going to allow her to move and uh, eventually take out Heather. So. Um, with that, let's go now to the second matchup in the uh, in the North region. Um, Hannah B and Cassie. Now, I mean, pick you gotta with, go pick pick with your head, not your heart here. Junior. Oh, I am, okay. I am. You gotta go Hannah B. Gotta go Hannah B. I mean, that's what she showed. Right, right. Pull up the stupid ass Hannah B line again, like we're recycling it after one whole episode. But she wasn't uh, wrong. She was Hannah Beast. Whatever. Um, yeah, she she went all out, and apparently she kickboxes. Yes, so, yes. I mean, she's probably like with that armed with that knowledge. Mm-hmm. She's probably the number one seed overall. Yeah, uh, really good length out of her. Um, a very good reach. Length. Definitely a good. Uh, she had a strong kick. Um, the, the thing I think Cassie, it, it was not a bad competitor, but just had a tough, tough matchup, tough draw. Really. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. she goes against Sydney or Heather. She beats both of them. Um, I agree. But I think Hannah Beast definitely comes out on top on this one. Uh, yeah. Let's go now to the South region. Um, Demi versus Katie. Now this is where we had a little bit of, this was weird. This was weird. So go ahead. Why don't you take the yeah. here? Now going into it, mm-hmm. I would have picked Demi right. just because she's feisty. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a lot out of Katie. 
Um, so we don't, it's kind of like that. We don't really know the matchup, but I, we know Demi very well, right? But boy, she got her ass handed to her. Katie yeah, kicked the shit out of her. She did. I mean, going for the head, you know, head body, head body over and over again. Uh, she, she really killed it. I like how you peppered in like the hockey accent there when you said head body, <laughs> head body. Um, yeah, it was more, it's more, it's more Boston for the, uh, what is that movie? The fighter. Oh, the fighter. Christian Bale. Not you, not you, not, not you. you. Yeah. Not uh, you. Not you. Um, yeah, Demi, I, I think on paper you would look and say, Demi, yeah, she's feisty. I, I would probably say Katie um, physically had the advantage over her, but you had to you had to rate uh, Demi's intangibles as much higher than Katie's. Right. Um, but, yeah, Demi, you know, she even said it. She's, she she fights with her words. Uh, yeah, it's a war of words. A lot of bark, not a lot of bite, and that's okay. Um, I, I think as soon as that fight started, you would have to say, oh, you know, you probably put the money on Demi and say, oh, I made a terrible mistake. Yeah, oh, yeah, mistake. yeah. Um, if you could live bet, you know, you're hammering Katie right. as soon as it starts, oh, you yeah. know. Uh, the last one, which we didn't see any of, and I don't even know if they actually fought, but uh, Tasha and Kaylin, that must have been the matchup because they were the only two left. So, hypothetically, if these two yeah. were to fight, Tasha, Kaylin, what do you, who do you think wins that match? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I was wondering, I was curious as to why we didn't get to see a full matchup, but mm-hmm. I, I think I would go with, I'll go with Tasha. Yeah. I think, again, the, the, the intangible, she's kind of like scrappy, whereas I think Kaylin. Former beauty pageant is a little more, I don't know, delicate. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think uh, I think Tasha would take that. Yeah. Um, again, I, I would probably take Tasha as well. Um, Kaylin I, I has you know very long legs, which could bode well for her if she gets in the kicking game. But um, yeah, I think Tasha probably would come out on top. So moving to the second round now, we're going to break down the whole thing. Second round now. Okay. You let's have do it. Um, Hannah B versus. Sydney Heather. I, I think we can just unanimously say Hannah B wins that matchup, right? Hannah B wins that matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so no now comments. let's say Katie versus Tasha. I based on her performance in the first round, I gotta go Katie. Right. And she was a monster. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was. I, I mean I I, I now, don't again, I don't know if there's much of a debate there. Uh, yeah. what were you now, gonna say? The only say? thing is is I think I mean Tasha from the looks of it is a little taller than Demi. True. So does Katie still have that advantage of going for the head or is she punching up a little bit? I don't know the height right. exact, but that's well, my only counterpoint. And she and the thing with Katie is is I think I wrote this down. She was going for the head a lot. Um but Katie was 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 peppering her belly too when she was fighting oh, yeah. Demi. I mean she was going right in. So I, I don't know. Um I think in in close combat, Katie would still bode pretty well there. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think you know she's got to stay out of that happy zone where she couldn't reach Tasha and Tasha could reach her. Um, it's kind of one of those things. So uh, the championship would be Hannah B versus Katie. Um, I think you know I think Hannah B would probably win, but I don't think she, she's not going to steamroll past Katie by any means. I don't. No, think. I don't. I don't think so. And, and you know, I, I think. Uh... You got to consider how you know what's the what's the break in between the fights because True. Hannah B seemed to go all out in the you know in the first round. Is, that, is she going to get tired? Is she going to burn point. out by yeah. the time she gets you know to the finals? That's but true. oh no, I, I think she does take take the crown there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like you, you, we don't know if it's you know a couple minutes, couple hours. Maybe it's you know they're separating by days. We don't know what yeah. the what the gap is between the fights. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, you know. Let's say if this goes, if this goes five rounds, you know, um, or if it's a best of five, I could see Katie stealing one. I could see Katie yeah. stealing one from Hannah B. 
Um, For sure. But I think ultimately Hannah Beast comes out and, uh, you know, regains her title. Um, what did you think just in general of the idea of having the girls fight? I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I guess like they, they obviously weren't into it, mm-hmm. uh, but I thought it was kind of like, um, like tongue in cheek, like, Hey, you guys are competing. So you're going to like fight each other. Right. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Right. I, I, you know, I kind of upset. They didn't get to go the full, the full time. Like he called it after Denny's cause she yeah. was like so shaken. Right. Right. Oh, it's Colton going soft on us? Yeah, he might be a little bit. You know, I feel like that that was a bit of an Ari move there of saying, it was. Uh, you know, we don't want we don't want anybody to get hurt. But you also don't know if production maybe whispered in his ear like, hey, dude, like, you know, Demi Demi got a concussion. Like, we need to. Yeah, we, need <laughs> we got to. it. I also thought it was strange that they trained with those sticks, right? And then didn't use the sticks when they fought. Yes, um, I have used those sticks. I've seen those sticks. I've been around those sticks. Um, I. Uh, and, and they hurt when you get hit by. I, oh, I bet they hurt they a lot. Thick. It's like fighting by. with like a pole. Yeah, yeah, um, they hurt a lot. So, uh, but I, I would agree. I thought it was a really cool idea. And I have to say, overall, the dates this season, for the most part, have been very good. I think that yeah. this has been a very good season of dates. Um, all right, let's talk about the night portion now. Um, Tasha gets pulled aside first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty. That's a pretty. That's pretty big. I mean, you know. Didn't get a lot of time, at least on camera, when they're when they're actually doing the fighting part of it. Colton like goes to her first, um, yeah, and then she pulls this like it's been a hard week. I don't know about you, but when I when she started saying that, I was like, "What is she? Like, she had a great week last week." Yeah, we, we talked about how yeah. great of a week we talk, she had. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it nearly flawless out, week. Re- yeah, but it turns out that it was really. I, I mean, was not. I don't want to say the word she was playing Colton, but she was. She, it worked out really well for her, I guess. Is yeah, what I'm trying to say. I, yeah, I think I think they all kind of went into it with that like it's been a hard week for all of us right. attitudes. I think like three of them felt that way, and it kind of like rubbed off on the rest. True, yeah. and you know you had the whole Nicole Onyeka thing. Um, right, but, but the way that uh, you know the way that Colton just kind of melted in her hand like putty. It's like putty. Was, 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 wow. Yeah, look at that. Was uh, I mean, was really impressive with with how that worked out with Tasha. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, anything else that stood out with you in the night portion? Obviously, we have Katie breaking down tears. Um, yep. De- well, I think we got to talk Demi calling her mom. They called her mom. Called her mom. What'd you think of the move? Tell me. That's a weird move. Mm-hmm. That's a very weird move to me, uh, especially having not seen your mom again for we don't know how long. Mm-hmm. Um. But even even then, I, I mean, I guess that's the only reason you to catch twenty two. The only reason that you would be like, "Hey, let's call my mom," is if you had like a special reason to call your mom, such <laughs> as she just got out of prison. Right. But even like then, I wouldn't even do it. So yeah, no, I don't agree with I don't agree with it um, at all. Colton seemed to kind of like it though. Um, and the other part too that I think was egregious was Colton calling Demi's mom by her first name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. are you kidding me? Maybe, yeah, but okay, here's the thing. Does he know her last name? Because what if it's one of those, like, he knows Demi's last name? But what if it's one of those weird, and then you say, like, hey, Mrs., I think it's, like, Burnett. And yeah. she's like, oh, sorry, no, I don't have the same name. It's actually Smith. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you, you don't want to be that guy. It's like, oh, yeah. you know. but and, and also, we don't know, too, that for some reason, other than Jack Stone a couple years ago, they seem to, like, kind of hide the last names, right? So yeah, I, so maybe there's something with that too. But 
I thought like even like hey Mrs. Demi's mom, you know, like something sure, like that. Yeah. You know, that's way more yeah. formal than calling her by her first name the first time I was speaking to her. Like, I mean, come on, yeah. you know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, maybe she's one of the cool moms, and, and Demi prepped. Like, hey, it's true. I wish he called her by like a like a prison name. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was... he, I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, killer. Chain. Chain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, Chain gang, what's yeah. up? <laughs> um, all right, and then the last part from the night portion before we go ahead and grade it. Um, actually, you know, we'll get this in our next section, so we won't talk about that. I was going to talk about Sydney, um, gotcha. but we'll do that in our in our new segment coming up next. So let's grade the date. Um, what'd you give the uh, the fighting date? I gave it an A minus. Okay. I thought the competition was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, again, some physical activity, something new, something different. It's yeah. not the normal like, hey, run a relay race. It's we're like learning a, a martial art of this country. So yeah, I thought indigenous it was, to it was Vietnam, cool. which was cool. Yeah, um, I gave it a B plus solely because Colton. You know, I don't want to say pussed out, but he kind of got soft there and cut it short. Like if, yeah. if I was that next matchup ready to go, and they're like, "Nah, sorry, you can't go," I'd be like, "What the fuck? Like, I want to, I want to go." Right? This is yeah, I would've been pissed. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, MVP, LVP. Um, MVP. I'm going to go Tasha yeah. again for reasons that you stated. Um, she just. Again, she was the first one pulled away, put on a very good performance. Um, again, knows what she's doing. So yeah, I I will. Uh, yeah, I had Tasha right now. I'm gonna go Hannah Beast. I mean, just yeah, another. She was my second. Solid performance uh, in the actual uh, you know physical activity part of it, and she showed up at night again. I mean, she's she's with Caitlin yeah. there. So I mean, that's yep. uh, clearly she's over that, and she, there's a connection there, man. I mean, she's she is moving up a bit. Um, LVP. Yeah. You can go first. I am going to go – I kind of – I'm going to dance between a couple too. I'm, I'm going to take the easy one and say Katie, I think. Um, despite, okay. you know, she had an – and this is probably because she had such a good performance during the day. She didn't ride that momentum into the night, you know. Right, and, yeah. And that's what really ultimately killed her. We're, we're, we're obviously um, excluding Sydney in this because she left. but um, So that's why I would take Katie there just because of the fact that she, you know – she got in her own head there at the night. She's I in her own head. That's what I was going to say. After yeah. a great performance of the day, she got in her own head. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Kaylin. Yeah, that was my other because one. Because she's had, she's had such a quiet, like, three weeks. Mm-hmm. You got to make a splash on this group date, and yeah. she just she didn't. Yeah. Not even – not, like, at the at the fighting portion, not in the night portion. Right. Um, she just had, had no action. And so right. I, I think it's – it's not good for her. Yeah, I mean, it does look like maybe she. I think she might get a, a one-on-one, or she gets some. She gets some time in the next week or two. It looks like. Yeah. But you're right. I I actually had her down because it was almost like Kaylin. Who you know? Where who is right. she? Um, right. All right. So let us now go to a brand new segment. It is awesome. It's just it's just called what happened. What happened? What happened? We obviously had a lot of casualties this week with uh with some of the girls leaving. Um. Two of them, not even via rose ceremony. So yeah, we're just gonna break down these girls leaving and just say like, what happened? What what happened? So let's start with Sydney. Sydney, yeah, what happened? I think Sydney was in her in her own head. Mm -hmm. I don't think that she um had a good enough run to constitute her like acting like he wasn't paying enough attention. You know what I mean? Like it's not like they had like a really good huge connection in the beginning and then he like stopped paying attention to her like i don't think they were ever really that strong um but yeah she kind of just melted down 
um, went after some of the other women in terms of like not here for the right reasons, which I think then was was the domino effect for the rest of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I, I mean, he he got in, she got in his head. Definitely. Um, the thing you got to remember about Sydney though is that she left her job to come on the show, Junior. That's true. She and did. you got to throw out everything. You, you got to throw the kitchen sink if you're in that situation. You know, you got to do everything you can to stay scratch and claw. Do what you can to stay on the show. Um, you know, it didn't work out for her. Um, I, I think, uh, I don't know if it was getting in her own head or as much as I, I took it as she just kind of threw a Hail Mary and was like, look, like, I, I don't think she's, I think she knew she was behind the other girls. Yeah. It was like, I, we got, I gotta, I'm going to go for it right now because this is it, right? Like I'm, I'm probably gone in the rose ceremony unless a miracle happened. So maybe this will be that miracle. And I, yeah. I, I think that that was what that was what happened with Sydney. Yeah. All right. Moving forward now. Um, let's go just right in order. Demi. Demi. What happened? What happened? Oh, I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. I mean, she went over to his hotel room mm-hmm. to we're not really sure to do what. Like she said, he's not going to be a virgin when I'm done. But then, like, on Twitter, she was like, no, I wasn't going to have sex with him. Like, I was just going to talk. And I was like, what? Then why did you say that? <laughs> All right, no no Demi slander on the show, please, but continue. Oh, no. No, I, I – hey, I'm a big Demi fan. Right. I just don't know why she's backtracking. Fair stick enough. Stick with your with your guns like you always do. Right. Um, okay, that's fair. She, she drops the L word to him. Yeah. He doesn't reciprocate. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't think she needed to do that. No. Any of that. I think she would have been fine, though – did Sydney get in Colton's head with her being the one that's not ready? Well, as we found out later in the show, she may have, or yeah, she yeah. may have. But I also want to point out with Demi is that I think this was a case of her getting in her own head because she wanted that one-on-one date, didn't get it. She's on the group date, doesn't get the group date rose. Um, again, there's a little bit of panic at this point because holy shit, we're down to like nine girls now. You know, yeah. I got I got to make a move here sooner or later. Um, so you know, going to Colton's to or to not take his virginity, we don't know. Um, goes in, drops the L word. Didn't think she needed to do that. I'm no. not going to question her feelings, but it felt a little. It seemed a little forced on TV. Um, and Colton didn't reciprocate. If she doesn't yeah. say love, I don't know. Is she still there? What do you Maybe, think? Yeah, I I know. I think I think her. Going to the hotel is what doomed her. Okay. I think, like, once he opened the door and was like, oh, man, like, come on. Like, we can't keep doing this. Because, like, it's not the first time she's done something of that nature. Pulled him away, you know, the first, like, one Fair. of the first nights to go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the first time that she's done that kind of thing. Right. And so I think maybe just wore on Colton after a while. And he was like, all right, this isn't working. Yeah. Um, that That's fair. That's fair. I, I kind of think if she didn't say love – if it came down to one rose, um, I, I think she would have made it in over Katie. But then again, I don't know. It, had she not left, if there would have been two girls eliminated either. So I don't I don't know. Um, right, right. And that brings us to our last girl, Katie. What happened? What happened? I think Katie just ran her course, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the clock struck midnight on the Cinderella story. Right. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I think we – all had a feeling coming into this that her, that her time was up. She didn't get much airtime. Mm-hmm. We didn't know about their connection. Um, 
so yeah, I, I I wasn't surprised by that at all. I felt really bad for Katie to be honest with you because um you know she was the girl that a lot of people saw on Twitter when they're like oh who's this girl when she's on her TV right. which I mean I hate that because like I do too be, be a fan of the show like if you're a and fan you know of the show you know who every girl is you know you know everything yeah. about every girl all right the bios are online you know yeah, you just go, go look, look her up it. what are you asking Twitter for right exactly exactly um but anyways Katie. Came out of the gate hot this season. She was getting the rose in, the, in yeah. the top one or two or three every time, um, and and unfortunately, just nothing came from it. So I do feel bad for Katie. And um, you're right. I think it did just run its course. And people asking who she was on Twitter, read a book. Yep. Just read, read a, book. a book or like or like one single web page. Right. Right. Um, all right. So that's gonna uh, wrap up our segment of what happened. I'm glad we figured out what happened. Though. Yeah, me too. Like, like that, that happened. That's what happened. Exactly. Um, so before we get to the Elise interview, let's do one quick, one more quick segment, the rivalry watch. This will be quick because we just are really going to do this just to wrap up the rivalry that was Nicole and Anyeka. So, um, yeah, they were both eliminated. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Uh, no one, neither of them really won. Mm-hmm. I think they, they both shot themselves in the foot, like yeah. in their own foot. Like, yeah. Anyeka for bringing it up, Nicole for like dragging it to down, you know, like yeah, bullying. Yeah, exactly. And if, and if you listen to last week, we don't want to beat a dead horse like Nicole and Anyeka did, to be honest with you. Um, True. So we'll just, I, I guess it was a stalemate. They tied. I yeah. don't know. It's it, it's over. Uh, I'm glad it's over. And then that really put an end to the rivalries for now. For now, now. could there be some more upcoming? Sure. Do I hope there are? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, yeah, of course. So, with that, let us let me ask you real quick: if there is going to be a new rivalry blossoming, ideally, who do you want to be involved in it? I mean, obviously, you have Hannah B and Kalen. We'll see if that. But yeah. let's let's maybe let's steer away. You can say maybe Hannah B and someone else, or Kalen and someone yeah, that, else. But like, that's who, what it's going to be. Okay, it, it's I, I want it to be like Hannah B and like Tasha. Okay. Um, just cause I, I think like Hannah B has like the, can get under your skin attitude. Right. And Tasha is just like a fighter. So like, she's not going to go down without a fight. As we saw, like when she, when she was, um, defending in the whole Anyeka Nicole thing. Right. Like she didn't have to step in, but she did. Cause she was like, I'm going to stand up for what's right. So True. I could see her like defending herself very well. And Tasha did have that one thing at the end where she, when she was talking and when Colton kind of freaked out at the very end of the episode when and Tasha was saying like, Oh, it's going to be you and me. I don't really know what she was saying, but do you remember that right at the end of the episode, she was talking about something yeah. and it, it seemed like, like what, are you, what are you saying here, Tasha? What are you saying? Here? Right. Um, if I had to pick one person, I think maybe in the middle of a rivalry, maybe not even, um, because of her own doing, I think it could be Hannah G only because she is such a favorite. Really? I think, um, and you, you kind of saw the, a similar situation a few years ago with Lauren B um, people were almost trying to sabotage her because she was so far ahead. Um, last year with Becca and Lauren, Lauren was fine, you know, but yeah. you saw people be like, Lauren's not ready. Right. Even though that she was so far ahead. So I could, I, I don't think like Hannah G is going to, you know, have the claws come out, but I could see some people saying like Hannah G, she's only 23 years old. And you right. know, is, what she is she ready? Is she ready? And things like that. She and, could be the one. She could be the one that, the, right. that everyone else was talking about. Is she ready? Right. Even though out of like the eight girls left, like 
seven of them are 24 and younger, but that's right. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So with that, let's, uh, let's now go over to our awesome interview with, uh, Elise. It was a lot of fun. So we'll take you right there right now and we we'll hope you enjoy. All right. We now welcome Elise onto the show, uh, for real this time. Um, Elise, let me be the first to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you guys. Thank you. Um, so we were just we're happy to have you on. We're hoping to ask you a few questions uh, about your time on the show. So I guess I'll just start it off. Um, what were kind of your expectations going into the show uh, compared to how they were when you finally got on the, when you when you were on the show? I went into the show pretty much with no expectation as funny as that sounds um I really wasn't sure what I was getting myself into um and especially moving into a house of 29 other women was definitely a new experience for me I've lived on my own for a long time and I've never been a part of a sorority type experience Mm -hmm. so I think for the first uh week I was mainly just trying to settle into the mansion and to my connections with the other girls and then I had my one-on-one date, and I think it was pretty evident that I went into that with some apprehensions about the difference in our age and maybe that we were just on two different paths because Colton has very publicly said he doesn't have a lot of dating experience, right. whereas I have. I've had long-term relationships, mm-hmm. and I think every relationship gives you the opportunity to learn from it and know even more what it is that you're looking for in the next one. Um, So I went into it excited for the date, not knowing what we were doing, but also with some real questions to answer. And funny enough, I think I got the perfect date in order to answer some of those questions. And seeing a glimpse of him with the kids, and that's, um, you know, something that he does with his charity. Maybe not on a grand scale, like closing down an entire amusement park, (laughs) but something that he's (laughs) passionate about. And then also, it was really important to me Um, when I opened up to him about my sister, I was paying very close attention to his reaction to it um, because it is something that has shaped what I'm looking for in a partner because during that time, I got to watch my dad and my brother-in-law and how incredibly well they just supported our family and all the crazy emotions that go along with someone passing away. And it really shaped um, my view of what I was looking for in a partner. And one of those attributes is someone that could listen and didn't need to one-up me or, you know, really say anything but just be there. (laughs) (laughs) And so from that point on, I think we had a lot of good discussions that day of what we were looking for. And I realized at that moment that I was going to be more open to this experience probably than I had it even anticipated going into it. Awesome. And then the tears. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So – Elise, what was it that, that really kind of brought that on? Because from our, our perspective as just viewers, obviously we don't get to see you know a 24-7 role of what goes on. We kind of just come into that episode and it's out of the blue. But I'm sure for you that had been those feelings have been developing for a while, that apprehension. So uh, what was it that was kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will? Yeah, absolutely. And I said with my conversation to him, it really wasn't about jealousy or insecurity. I was trying to keep those two things, the women that I was with and the friendships developing and my interactions with him as compartmentalized as I possibly could. Mm -hmm. 
But at the end of the day, um, like I said, I've had long-term relationships, and I know what I'm looking for and why I saw a lot of great qualities in Colton. Our individual relationship, um, the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, we really, I need to evaluate if in a few weeks, if we're in a place that I can realistically take this person home, despite the fact that he's also dating other women. And then to add on to that, am I in a position to accept a proposal, which he he said every time he came into a cocktail party that that was his end goal. In right. He 100% wanted to find a wife. And those aren't words that I take lightly. My parents are high school sweethearts. They've been together for a long time. Mm. And marriage and all of that, I've had wonderful examples of what that can look like. And so it's not something that I think there's an out to. I want to do it once. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I take those things really, really seriously. And the more I evaluated it during my time in Singapore and having a little bit of downtime um, where I wasn't on a one-on-one date and spending time with the girls and hearing how they were feeling and kind of doing some self-evaluation, it just became clear that even if I got a date, a group date or a one-on-one for the next few weeks, our individual relationship, as much as I liked him, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have felt comfortable knowing that I had the questions answered of what our life would look like outside of this show to be able to accept a proposal. Yeah, that's gotcha. that's totally fair. And that kind of answers my next question, which was uh, go, going into Colton's room there, Were you? did you know like you were going to be leaving or, or was there a chance that you know maybe you could have, I, I don't know, talked it out or whatever and, and, and ended up staying? I... You know, there was a lot of speculation. I, I heard a lot of the little online social media rumors of, oh, she was just trying to make him, like, end the show right then and there. And that truly wasn't it. Right. Um, I needed – I knew – I know myself, and I needed to be as authentic as possible. Mm. And I am a words of affirmation girl, and I'm going to tell you how it is, and I expect that same honesty in return. So I went into it knowing that I was going to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say that there's not any part of me, as you guys saw, that was really doubting if I was making the right decision or if I had gotten too much into my head. Um, but in hindsight, as hard as that was, because I did like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. Let's <laughs> put that out there. And he has a lot of great qualities, and we had a good connection. Um, but I knew pretty much no matter what he had said, that his end goal was to get engaged and quickly married after this. Right. And that wasn't where I was at in my relationship with him. So as hard as it was to walk away, it was the right decision because out of respect for him, I'm not going to waste his time if I can't promise that if I was the one that he chose at the end of this, it's not fair from my end to not give that person what they wanted and be upfront about it. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Yeah. It's definitely a, uh, a very mature take. And, and kind of speaking to that, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about the, the women in the house, specifically Demi. What, what was it sure. like? Um, she kind of it, it came off as anyone over the age of 28 should be in a nursing home. <laughs> what was it like being being around something like that, being, you know, being one of the the oldest, you know, contestants uh, in oh, the season. Oh, let's just say it. The cougars on the show, let's just say it. <laughs> <laughs> we can say it. Yeah, what, what, was, what was that like for you? Yeah, club cougar there. Colton's you know, cougars. There you go. Cougar den. Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, I, 
I got a lot of flack for that, but let's just back it up really quick and say it was just because he was younger than us, not because we actually think we're cougars. <laughs> um, but as far as Demi goes, there's so many different personalities in the house, and you see that throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Demi is bold, and there right. was many times that I sat there and went, and I think I might surprise people when I say this, but I almost wish that I had that I don't really care attitude (laughs) of what other people are going to think. I'm out for myself and wanting to get time with him. That's so different than my personality. And as much as sometimes I know it probably like rubbed people the wrong way, I just sat there and I'm like, could she rub off on me a little bit? Because (laughs) I'm sitting here complaining about not getting time and this girl is making sure she gets it. As funny as it sounds, I think that, yes, there's a difference in how we handle things. I do think that when you go into this um, a little bit older, you do have more life experience most of the time in dating situations Mm -hmm. and also just in social situations. So you kind of tend to mind your P's and Q's a little bit more. Right. Um, But (laughs) in hindsight, I don't think Demi had the worst approach sometimes. No. She definitely (laughs) got her time with him. And... And I have to say, Demi is authentically Demi. Like, what you see on TV is exactly who she is. She's bold. She's a sweet girl. You guys got to see a little bit more of, like, the emotional side of Demi Mm. uh, last episode. She's a doll, but she is a doll that will make sure that she's heard and that she's seen. (laughs) Um, So you were on the date with the the leeches. Uh, Did you have a leech suck your blood? (laughs) I did. And, and, how... and you know what's funny? I I was actually excited when I walked in the oh, room. Oh, God. Because it's something I'd heard about before. Yeah. I was not as excited once the leash was attached. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not quite what I had anticipated. I was thinking like a little leech, like, you know, when you're a kid and you go into like a pond or something and get one on your ankle. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. It doesn't really hurt. Mm-hmm. These leeches were like, a whole different game. Oh, <laughs> they were gosh. a little bit more painful than I anticipated. Yeah, I... so it did, so it did hurt. Uh, every few seconds, I think Sydney <sighs> said it was like it like would compare to like a small like jellyfish sting. I've never been stung by a jellyfish, yeah. but every yeah. few seconds you would feel like a, oh, yeah. doesn't feel good. Wow! <laughs> and then it would kind of wear down, and then it surprised you again. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Was it? <laughs> Was that your first time out of the country? I saw in your bio it said you had never left the country. So was that the first time? Yes, it was. I got my first passport stamp in Singapore, which if you thought there was tears before, there were some happy tears when (laughs) I went through uh, that border. Because, I mean, what a heck of a first passport stamp. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you're uh, you're originally from Alaska. Um, what's, uh, What's Alaska like? I've never been. I'm just curious. Incredible. Is it? Okay. It's incredible. I'm from a really small town, Mm -hmm. um, and we're on a peninsula, so we're situated between this giant river that goes to our hometown and then right on the coast. Right. So I grew up with mountains and wildlife and rivers and lakes and oceans, and to me that was the norm. And then I moved to what we call the lower 48. (laughs) And my first stop was North Dakota, so that was a bit of a shock. <laughs> really? So North, um, North Dakota was is a lot different from Alaska, huh? 
like a top there compared to. Like, oh so yeah. It was okay. Colder, <laughs> and it was so flat. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. It shows how like ignorant we are about like Alaska and North Dakota. I guess. Sorry about that. Uh, well, Alaska Odyssey is beautiful. I was like Huckleberry Finn growing up. <laughs> what was what, what's like the coolest thing you've seen in the wild? I mean, I know there's a ton of wildlife up there. Oh, absolutely. Um, probably we're we're used to seeing moose mm-hmm. and sometimes being chased by them from the bus stop, which isn't oh. the most fun experience. But probably the coolest animal I've ever seen is a lynx cat. Oh, Whoa. cool! That's really awesome. Um, so yeah, with the little pointy ears. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you're the most famous person from um Soldotna? Did I say that right? Soldotna. <laughs> Soldotna means uh, soldat is a soldier in Russian, I believe. Ooh, I learned okay. in like kindergarten. Um, but it's Soldotna, Alaska. Am I the most famous person from Alaska? I don't consider myself famous, <laughs> and I think most people probably still would equate Alaska to, like, Sarah Palin. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I forgot about her. And <laughs> she, the, so hopefully I'm changing the narrative a bit. <laughs> fair she, enough. She'd rush it from her house, yeah. Yeah, she could. Um, have you ever been charged by a moose? I haven't personally. My sister um, my sister was, and she locked herself at the time. We, My sisters were really into animals and were raising rabbits, and she locked herself into the rabbit hutch. And that moose was not uh, giving up for a while. Wow. <laughs> a very frantic phone call from the driveway. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, I bet. My uh, my fiance was in Alaska for a for an internship, and within the first two weeks, came like face to face with a grizzly bear, and I was none too happy, but she survived. So, <laughs> tell her to pack her pepper spray. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She she had bear spray. She had everything. She did all the all the bear training stuff, but I I was none too happy. <laughs> Yeah. I can't blame you there. There's not a whole lot you can do. A conversation with a bear is uh, <laughs> not a not a pleasant one. I, I know I wouldn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, I guess my my final question is: I know you mentioned your sister a few times, and uh, you're keeping her legacy alive with uh, Sarah's Closet. Um, can you just talk about that a little bit, and maybe tell our listeners how they can get involved? Absolutely. So Sarah's Closet um, was actually started by. She was a labor and delivery nurse, and it was her staff members that started it. When Sarah got sick, we weren't aware of the fact that she had started to put together all of these bags of the gifts that she was being given, because as I said on the show, she was pregnant. And she really, as much as I'm sure she appreciated the gifts, they just weren't needed. They were in a, a situation where they could afford it on their own. So she started giving these bags um, to all of the babies that she helped deliver. After she passed away, the bags started dwindling down, and then the nursing staff decided to carry on her legacy in that way. So it's been pretty amazing. Um, One, it's just a testament to the kind of person she was that our family actually didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. She was certainly not out to get any praise um, until after her passing when the nursing staff told us. So since her passing and since Sarah's closet shortly got started afterwards, in the past five years since she's passed, no child has gone home without one of these gift bags, wow. whether it's just a couple of little, you know, blankets or some baby clothes, mm-hmm. um, or if the family's in need, maybe a bigger ticket item for that in, uh, particular family. So it's just an incredible way yeah. to honor the, the woman that she was, because as much as we like to romanticize the idea of someone when she's gone, she truly was 
just an outstanding person. Mm-hmm. And I think Sarah's Closet is an incredible way to continue that legacy of, you know, I said on the show, turning darkness into lightness. And that's what she was doing is during the hardest time of her life by far. She was still finding a way to live her life in service of others. And I think that's something that probably should resonate in all of us and how we continue to live our lives. Yeah, for sure. That, that's an incredible story and very admirable of uh, of you and, and everybody involved in that. That's that's awesome. Is there a, yeah, is there like awesome. a, a website oh, or any anywhere that people can, can get involved with that? Absolutely. My um, sister Mandy and I run the social media page for Sarah's Closet, so you can just type in Sarah's Closet on Facebook and find the information there. They do accept um, gently used items for babies or new. And if you're out of state, because let's be honest, shipping to Alaska is a little expensive. <laughs> um, they also accept financial donations. And you can find the information for that either on the social media page or by visiting um, Central Peninsula General Hospital's page. They have a donation site to Sarah's Closet there as well. Perfect. That's awesome. Um I guess that's it. So thank you so much for coming on. And I'm so glad that I, uh, I hit record so uh, that we got this awesome interview in. <laughs> we got it right. Just three tries. Hopefully it doesn't take us that long right. in the bachelor world to find the right guy. Exactly. <laughs> um, but all right. Thanks, Lee, so much for coming on. And, and, and enjoy the rest of your Valentine's. I hope it's a, a great one for you. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys, for having me. Anytime. All yep. right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, and another huge thanks to Elise for coming on. Uh, just a great interview. Really, really enjoyed yeah. that one. Yeah, and, and uh, again, go to if you search on Facebook for Sarah's Closet, uh, you can find out more about uh, that charity and, and how you can get involved. Yes, an awesome, awesome charity that is. So um, we are going to move on, though, and we're going to kick it to America's favorite segment, the quotes. So let's do some quotes. Let's do it. Uh, my first one is from Anyeka, and I'm going to paraphrase. Okay. Um, when she came and sat down and said, who here has ever been personally victimized by Anyeka? Now, obviously, I combined that with the Mean Girls quote of who here has ever been personally victimized by Regina George. But she basically sat down and was like, have I ever called anyone here like a psycho or whatever the hell she said? Um, but I just like that it sounded – it was so much of a parallel to Mean Girls. <laughs> oh, that is good. Um, I liked at the beginning, at the beginning of the episode – Heather said, this is the drama of the century. <laughs> hey, you know, it's, it's a short century. We just, it, just got into it. You know? Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> um, I have several from, from the group days. I'll just start with one from Colton. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were doing uh, facials, nice. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, you have white <laughs> all over your face. <laughs> um, all right, I have one from Colton. This is from the uh, – the Hannah, the date with Hannah, and he just said, uh, "I would definitely eat that sushi roll." And oh yeah, it was, it was so forced. Like production oh, was yeah. like, "Hey, Colton, say this." Like this is what yeah. people who have had sex say. All right, <laughs> he's like, "Well, if that's what they say, <laughs> yeah. I'll take your word for it, man." Um, I have an, another one from our new segment, uh, cutting the quotes, uh, okay, and it's just Hannah G said, "I have a memory, and it's so lame." <laughs> so lame so lame to have a memory <laughs> i wish no one remembered anything <laughs> um i think this is actually from the beginning i skipped this one earlier um 
when Nicole and Onyeka were leaving, and this plays right into our conspiracy theory from last week that Demi was in the middle of the um, of Onyeka going behind. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's when Demi said, "If losing both of them means I get closer to Colton, then fuck it." I yeah, was like, good for Demi. Good for Demi. <laughs> Uh, my last one's also from from Demi. Uh, just when she said, "I can fight all day with my words, but I can't fight physically." It's just, I, you know, I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. Um, my last one is an exchange from Demi and Colton when she was when they were breaking up. Um, and at very before Demi leaves, she says, "Some girls see here seem like a safe choice, but they're not safe because you're not going to be happy in the end." And Colton responded. I appreciate that. What <laughs> <laughs> a good response. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Please see your way out. See yourself out. And he said it so genuinely too. I I burst out laughing when he said I appreciate that. Like she just told you like everybody else here sucks. You're you're making a huge mistake. I appreciate that. Thank I appreciate you. That. Um all right, let's go to top three, bottom two. All right, my top three from three to one. Kaylin, Cassie, Hannah G. Kaylin, H- Hannah G. Jumped. I mean, wow, she's as number you know, one had, for you now, huh? Yeah. As okay. you notice, I I have had Cassie the past few weeks, yeah. but Hannah G. I don't know. Maybe it was that being in that oil tub or whatever, yeah. but she jumped up for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, my three to one. Hannah G. Broke into mine. She's three. Um, and I I I had to put Kerpa number two because wow. I've been saying for weeks like I want to put her in there. Right. Um, and she showed me something there, so I'm gonna put Kerpa number two, and I'm putting Hannah B number one. God damn it! I'm 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 on the Hannah B train, riding in from uh, from uh, at Tuscaloosa, Georgia, where she's from, not Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Tuscaloosa, I, Georgia. But it's not. But it's not. okay. Here's the thing: on the show, mm-hmm. I swear to God, it, it had Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and I was like, did they just fuck up the the Maybe. website? Because I I, I I double and triple checked on the website, and it said Georgia. But I'm pretty sure they said on here it was Alabama. Yeah, I, you, you know, know what? I think you're right too. And and I don't maybe Tuscaloosa is it can't be on the border of Georgia and Alabama, uh-huh. right? Maybe you know maybe it's like a Kansas City situation. There's just two of them. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that, <laughs> that's it. I think that's that's it. All right. Bottom two. Um. At two, I mean, and this is no. I mean, I like everybody that's left. Let right. me just say that. Right. Um. Two is Kerpa, just because I don't know. And wow. one is Hannah G. I don't like Hannah G. Hannah G. I, I or lied. Hannah B. I uh, Hannah B. Sorry. Yeah. I lied when I said I liked everyone left. I don't like Hannah B. Oh come on, man. Come on. Um, I, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I, I actually do like all the girls left. Um, I put two with a question mark. Heather just kind of basically right. your Kerpa one. Like I don't know. And one only because like it's like in the challenge when you've already voted for somebody. Like you're just gonna vote for them again, just so you don't make a new enemy. I'm yeah. just gonna put Cassie down there because I've already put her in my bottom one before. Okay. So I'm just gonna All leave right. her down there. That's fine. Just so I don't make anybody else mad. If I make Cassie mad, I've already done that. So it's like right. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's go. Uh, Colton's top three. Boy, I tell you what, I got a lot of crossouts and reorders okay. here. Okay. I'm gonna go three. Man, I'm gonna go th- three. Kalen. Two Tasha, one Hannah G. Okay, so you knocked Cassie out. Okay. I knocked Cassie out. All right, I I flip flop Tasha and Cassie, so I have three Cassie, two Tasha, one Hannah G. Um, you you have Cassie in, at three. I do have Cassie at three. Wow. I, I, okay. I don't think um you know she had a decent she she won a squeaker, whereas Kaylin yeah. like 
she may have even lost the game this week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I think I, I don't think that the gap's big. I think Kalen in the long run is the better of is is the more dominant of the two. But um, yeah, I, I think right now, which what power rankings are there right now, um, that's where they're at. So let's go bottom two. So oh, let's. So who would be your fourth? And like I, I guess Kalen would be my fourth. I would if we're say. doing hometown, so you think so? Your hometowns are. Well, okay, yeah. no, let's let's pump the brakes here because I would say right now my fourth is Kalen, but if we get as hometowns may be different though. Well, I guess because it's next week, we don't know what happens after right. next week. Right. Um, all right. We'll, all right. We'll, let's we'll, go bottom two, then we'll talk hometowns right. for a second. Uh, bottom two, I have um, Heather at two and Kerpa. Or sorry, Kerpa at two, Heather at one. Yeah, I, one I, being the yeah. bottom of the two. I, I have the same ones, and I, and I actually have a question mark right next to him because I was like, I don't, I don't probably, but I don't know. Right. 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 It could. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, you mentioned hometowns. We're at the point in the season. I think we have one, one episode left, maybe two episodes left till hometowns. It's getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, we're going to predict our hometowns. Yeah. So who, who do you think right now, who are your picks to go to hometowns? All right. Definitely Hannah G. Yeah. Definitely Tasha. Okay, you're I gonna think. say definitely. Okay, I like it. I like it. Th- those two are two that I'm I'm pretty confident in. Mm-hmm. It's the other two that it's like there's two out of three that we have to pick from basically. Right. right. And I'm gonna say, oh man, I'm gonna say Kalen is gonna be one of them. Okay. And I do think Hannah B is the other yeah, one. I yes yes I I, I, I I but like then that leaves off Cassie, which I I guess. I don't know. I think we got two weeks left, all right, before hometowns, because we still have to do a two-on-one. We haven't had a two-on-one yet, so we have to have an episode with a two-on-one, I would do say. Do you think they'll do one? I think you got to do a two-on-one. I know. I you know. Um, I would say I would agree. I think Hannah G in, I think Hannah G is a lock. Tasha's like her, like her playoff percentage is like 98% right now. Like she's close. Yeah. Um, she's as close to a lock as you can be. Um I would have to say I may – the way the momentum is going, I may slide Hannah B into that third slot of getting the home – like she she would not get the last row scare, you know, okay. going into the hometown date. Um, and it would come down to probably Cassie and Kaylin, and I I would give the edge to Kaylin there. Yeah. 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 It, it, I mean the thing is I can see any of the five of them right. getting the home getting hometowns. Right. Like, you you do not yeah. want to play Hannah B right now. Like she is hot, right? She's yeah, hot. her and Tasha yeah. are t- the two hottest teams in the league. You know, like yeah. you don't want to play them. And Hannah G is just continuing her dominance. So, you know, they're, they're getting hot at the right time. Kalen and Cassie have to pick it up a little, right? Yeah, right? and yeah, I would agree with that. Like I said, a trip up by any of those, I think Kerpa can slide in there with with pretty pretty eat with. With ease, I will say. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Survivor so pool now. Let's before we get to that. So, how do you think they'll do it then? You think one is eliminated this week and then two the next week, or vice versa? Because there's only three, four go to hometowns, obviously, and there's seven left. How uh, are they going to do the eliminations? I think two will go home this week. They'll have five left. Don't they like to do the the three on one, and then the two one on ones, but they don't give a rose away except for the three on one. Oh right! So right, I think right. that's the way it'll go. They'll eliminate yeah, two this week, you're right. and then they'll, they'll be down to five. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So now let's go to Survivor Pool. You are still alive, my friend. We did lose. Um, we lost four this week. Big week. We lost uh, one person, Tails, our producer, our PR guy. He's not really our producer because I'm the one that puts it together, right? Isn't yeah, yeah. Producer? But we still so, comfort. Let's just likely like, get to it. PR That's guy. Fine. Our PR guy, yeah. Tails. He does a lot for us. I don't want to make it sound. He does a lot for us. He reaches <laughs> yeah, out we're... to, to you know, a hundred – I think all the guests. He, he's he, why we he's have our, guests. He's our PR guy. He's our booker. He's right, our right. He's he our everything. A, he does a ton, so I don't want to make it sound like that. Um, but he picked Demi, so unfortunately he's out. And then three people. I this was a I don't and it didn't look like they were running out of people to pick, but three people: uh, Dick, Sarah Miller, and Mo all picked Sydney. They were eliminated oh. as well. Um, and then there were three other people, yourself included, that had Heather. Little bit of a last row scare for you. That could have been. This could have been I, an absolute massacre if she got. I, I I was scared. I'll be honest. Yeah, I was scared. Um. All right. So you, I was talking to you right before we got on air. You're in a pretty good spot. The only real power player you have used so far is Tasha. So who was your pick for week six? <sighs> Hannah B. Okay. Yep. I hope you're right. I'm, I'm going to go with it. All right. And remember, I'm, I have her ranked number one, which usually I know. I know up. you do. So, um, oh, you're right. I forgot about that. But, yeah. you know, I, I think I think she makes it another week. Okay. Um, now, it, it'll burn me if she goes further because then, obviously, right. less to choose from. But I'm right. banking on her not going that far. Um, and I will pick somebody to get eliminated this week, as always, um, <laughs> since I have been eliminated since week two. Um, I am going to pick Heather to get eliminated. Yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah. All right. Solid pick. So let us wrap this episode up with some bold predictions. All right. Uh, my bold prediction is contingent on him jumping the fence. Um, I'm going to say they don't find him. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like it. He just like resurfaces in America like two months later and they don't ever finish taping the show. That's good. That's I like that a lot. That's a really good bold prediction. Um my last one or my bold prediction is gonna be based on the theme of nobody being ready. Mm-hmm. And it's that Colton is actually the one that is not ready <laughs> to be married. That you know, that very well could be. Like the, all the girls are saying like somebody somebody in there isn't ready and you know who it is. And it's like really like it's just they're what telling if, him to look inside himself and be like, I'm not ready. What if it was Chris Harrison? They're like, he's not ready to, to like keep hosting this show. He's not ready. But I almost made my bold prediction that he that Chris Harrison was actually the one to jump the fence. <laughs> I, like I don't know why. Like he just did. Yeah, we, yeah we, we don't see the guy's face. That's true. That's true. We see him from behind. Um, before we wrap it up, can we can we do can we actually talk about the girls with the the pettiness of look, they're not ready. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? I don't like – I think a lot of it was like like a jealousy thing. Like right. they didn't like that some girls were getting more attention. Now, I don't know who – like out of the people left, who that would be. Maybe – and again, this isn't because she's in my bottom two. Maybe Hannah B. Right. Because I kept showing her on the beach like doing whatever. Right. Like the, the fighting moves or whatever and they were like, yeah. look how immature. Which I thought like she was fine. Like, right. She's just having fun. Right. Um. But I mean, that could be the one they're talking about because the rest of them, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm glad you brought that up about Hannah B because she did seem to be the one that at least the camera every time they said like these girls aren't ready, they went to her. Yeah. Um She like she was just having a good time, and it's like yeah, it's like common sense, ladies. Like not every <laughs> ladies. Um, 
Not Ladies. every second of a relationship has to be like a sit-down, serious conversation. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, I mean, Hannah B is just out there doing her thing. That- well, and like they, they came from a fighting date. She right. does kickboxing. And so she was just like combining her, those her two Her personality things. is clearly bubbly, a little bit like zany right. in a good way. But like, you know, yeah, I, I, I thought that was like, come on, like, will you chill out? Um, yeah. I, I did think it was just pettiness. I thought it was like, look. They're not ready, and and I don't know if maybe because I I would I would put something down saying ninety nine percent of people who get eliminated from these shows say to the person, hey, somebody's not ready. Yeah, you know. Well, um, yeah, it's, and it's maybe like, it's it like just hit, like, it just hit Colton harder, and he reacted yeah. worse than anybody's ever done they're, it before. They're just like trying to drop a bomb when they walk out. Right. Like, hey, maybe this will stick with him, and he'll like I'll ruin his relationship with everybody. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Um, okay. Well, I'm glad we had a little quick conversation, but I guess that is going to wrap things up for Bachelor Night in America, presented by Water Cooler Sports. Um, another huge thanks to Elise for coming on, and please go check out Sarah's Closet. Uh, search it on Facebook, like it, and go donate. It's a great cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, Junior, any final words? Nope. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. With a some tenderness We'll walk upon the water We'll rise above the mess With a little peace And some harmony We'll take the world together We'll take them by the hand Cool.